Hello, everyone, and welcome to Conversations at Olive, a podcast featuring everyday conversations around the life of Olive Baptist Church and its surrounding community. Today, I'm joined by Sean Pillay, who will be interviewing Dr. Andrew Doan and Julie Doan today uh, about their experience with uh, adoption and, and family. So, Sean, go ahead, take it away, man, kick it off. Hey, guys, I'm so excited to uh, be talking with Dr. Andrew Doan and Julie. Uh, you know, I just got great respect for this family and became good friends as we grew in faith here at Olive Baptist Church. Hey, Andrew and Julie, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, to have this conversation with us today. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah. Hey, Julie, so um, you serve at Olive Baptist Church, so many of the listeners that are listening uh, will be familiar with you. And you have also did some interviews with some foster and adoption parents, correct? Yes, yes, we've um, kind of been pulling some of our um, our members here just to kind of talk about the culture of adoption and fostering and how important it is and, and how we can see God working in that. Absolutely. We are just so grateful that we can have these conversations and bring awareness to the need all around us and how God calls us to live a gospel-centered life as we extend His kingdom, taking care of, uh, of children. Uh, there's... If you look at statistics, statistics can scare you, but we can make a difference one at a time. Now, Dr. Doan, you serve in the military, and let me tell uh, on the onset, tell you thank you so much for serving uh, our country well, and you are in the medical field, correct? That's correct. I am an ophthalmologist, an eye surgeon, and also an um, aerospace medical specialist. Well, uh, as you know, you are one of the smartest guys I know, so I lean on you heavy on uh, on some medical advice a lot of times. Uh, so tell us about your family. Uh, Julie, you guys have two kids, uh, a son and a daughter. Uh, yeah, so we have Nicholas. Uh, he's 22 and married. And then uh, Kate is uh, 22 on October 22nd. And... Um, we, those kids were biological. Yeah. And uh, in the adoption world, uh, they usually call them bio kids. Right. And right, then, two, um, two bios. and then we've got a, a bonus baby, is what I, I've always called her, Emily. She's adopted. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, your two kids, are biological, uh, biological kids, are in Liberty University. Uh, one already graduated and one's in a senior year, correct? That's right. Yeah. Kate served uh, as one of our uh, college interns last year. Uh, just a great heart for ministry. We, we hope to see her one day at Olive Baptist Church here being used of God. Um, and now let's talk about Emily. She is one of my favorite persons around. She's a tennis player. I love to watch her play tennis. And uh, I just think she has a warm spirit and uh, always connecting with her. And my wife, Deshni, loves talking with uh, uh, with M, as you would call it. So how did uh, this adoption process all come about? Where did it all start? And and how did God bring that vision into your heart? Uh, Dr. Doan, let's talk with you. Uh, how did this all happen? Well, I have to actually give my wife credit. She was praying and, and God spoke to her and and, Amen. and guided her to adopt. Um, I was not on board at first because being Vietnamese, um, our culture tends to not adopt. Uh, we tend to be becoming or coming from a poor country. We tend not to take people into our families wow. unless they're already part of our family. And so that was a cultural challenge for me to overcome that with my own family. So I was not on board at first. Wow. Well, this is a unique situation. Uh, I never heard that before. And to be so culturally sensitive, uh, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ supersedes that, right? 
And that's when, and praise God for your obedience. And uh, so because God spoke to you first, Julie, how did it all transpire? Where did it all start? Actually, it started um, with my salvation. Mm -hmm. I um, committed my life to Jesus when I was 30. And um, through that process, uh, I just, when I was, um, basically when I was repenting, Mm. uh, I just felt like God wanted us to do that. And I didn't understand we had a boy and a girl. Our family was complete. We didn't need any more sure. kids, yeah. you know, and we had them in the right order too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we didn't, you know, we didn't need more kids. Um, but this is what, this is, I call this my first, first faith walk right. with Jesus. And I didn't understand. I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know that it's God's heart to care for the orphans and widows that how many times he says that he's the father to the fatherless, like, um, you know, story of Esther, Moses, I didn't even understand how connected they were to uh, ad adoption. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, just looking at your family from the outside, you see that the, the excitement now, your two biological kids are, uh, uh, are living on their own. They're off to school, they graduated, they're working, and now M is at home. And so you have, uh, you three of you living life, uh, and I'm so excited to see it connected at all of Baptist Church with the students and and also in school in a sports team and so on. So in in when you look at adoption, you look at foster care. You know, Chris Voloton said, if you want to reach the world for Christ, it will inconvenience you. Now there are unique challenges, but when God calls you, uh, Doctor Doan, wouldn't you agree that your celebrations are way supersedes your challenges? In this process so, so what are some of the challenges and you've seen god move through this process yeah so it's interesting you know through this whole process i've seen my spiritual growth watching and observing emily grow mm -hmm. in our family and help me understand the gospel more yeah. so for example you know god adopted the gentiles into the jewish line right. you know through christ and so that whole process of adoption is throughout the bible um, but to see it play out in my family firsthand is incredible and to see how we can love somebody who is not part of our bloodline mm -hmm. um, helped me understand how much God loves us. Wow. And, and, and looking at your family is a constant reminder of the grace of God because it's, it's through God's grace. And, and, and I just want to encourage uh, uh, our listeners today that Christ is sufficient. Christ is sufficient. I'm taking some mental notes here and I will highlight them uh, at, our, uh, at the end of our time together. Now, uh, so Julie, what is it like raising uh, Emily? Uh, how old is she now? She's 14. And how old was she when you when you got her at home? Six months old. Six months old. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so talk about that. How, how are you living life raising a teenage uh, girl in your home in this culture? It's different because she's she's not genetically ours, and Correct. it is kind of she does have a different personality than ours. Uh -huh. And and you know, so which I love a personality yes, by the she's way. She's awesome, yeah. but it's different. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, different skin. Um, but she is she, so she's kind of like that kid that I continually have to check in with her because she's not super verbose and um, she's not as talkative. Our other two kids, I would ask them to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to do that with her. Right. Um, so she, she just, um, we have to kind of pull things out of her. Um, mm -hmm. she's, she's a little more work in that way. Um, but she's super funny. She's super dry. She's got an amazingly dry wit. Yeah. Uh, she's not the most outgoing child on the planet. Um, so she gravitates towards friends who are 
a lot more outgoing than her. She's got this huge um, friend group now mm-hmm. at school, and um, and they're all doing their thing. It, she, she, you know, we've lived in lots of different places because Andy's in the military. Right. And coming here, Andy, Emily, and Andy, and you stand yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and that's just part of the whole kind of life experience that we're having, and it's it's good. And it's challenging, and she's growing. Right. And and so, um, you know, and it's funny because when she's with Andy, people don't know she's adopted because uh-huh. they're both Asian. Sure. When she's with me, everybody knows she's adopted. Yeah. Well, well whenever our families get together for dinner or for lunch or for fellowship, uh, we say we are the majority because we are the immigrants. Yes. Right. Uh, and and it's, it's just a beautiful picture of the bride of Christ. Right. Uh, to see Emily uh, integrated. Uh, with our small groups, with community, uh, it's it's such a joy to uh, to watch her grow and learn the things of God. And I believe that she she's going to be used greatly, especially in the sports arena. She's a phenomenal tennis player. Uh, I want to play her, but I want to practice first because <laughs> I I cannot have Emily beat me. All right. So, uh, what are some of the things uh, you can encourage listeners today that are contemplating about adoption what are some of the advice andrew you would give a dad today that's listening to this and and maybe adoption passed his mind or god has spoken so what are some of the good words that you can share with him today yeah i I think that basically by pursuing adoption you're pursuing what god has done for us right and so because god loved us first we learn how to love others Mm -hmm. and through that process um, it's amazing I, i i look at emily and fears at first you know most parents you know wonder, can I love this child like my own biological child? Mm-hmm. You know, can I accept this child? Um, absolutely. I mean, we look at Amen. Emily and she is part of our family and we love her dearly. Um, she's amazing. Um, so that that whole process, you know, you just grow in love and you bond with the child. Um, you also learn from the, the experience, especially um, you learn how, how God loves us. Yeah. And I think that's just a beautiful lesson um, that we can experience firsthand. And that's that's amazing. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, Andrew. I, I know many of us try to process, and uh, I want to encourage our listeners as well that we have many families in our church that's fostering and adopting can be a great uh, source of wisdom and talk from experience uh, to be a coach maybe to bounce things off how you can grow together in this community. Uh, now, Julie, uh, your two uh, kids, how do they relate with Emily? I watched them together. I watched Kate and Emily together a lot because Kate was here in the summer. They have a good old time together, don't they? They do, but they didn't. Ah. Most of uh, the time that Kate lived at home, uh, there was uh, discord between the two children. Um, but, and then so Emily and, and Nick were close. Right. And then Kate was kind of the odd man out. Um, one of the things that ha- happened in our family was that, you know, this adoption journey didn't just happen to Andy and I and Emily. Right. The, the big kids were part of it as well. Sure. And so, you know, they did see what Christ does for us. And they mm-hmm. did see how loving other people is so important. And so it's a beautiful it's beautiful that it happened to all of us. Yes. And so they, um, you know, we're living our lives in front of our kids, mm-hmm. you know, whether we know it or not, you know, we're, we're, we're living the gospel. If, we're, if, you know, if we're doing it right, we're living the gospel. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Kate and, 
Emily became much closer after Kate got out of the house um, and just sort of actually repented of her attitude toward her. And she would be telling you that too. So I'm not telling any secrets, but she consciously invests in her sister Mm -hmm. because it's important to her and she wants that relationship. And, and that's all Emily ever wanted to do was have a relationship with her sister. So, um, so it was, it was, it's kind of beautiful that Kate moved out because now she's investing in her. That's, that's awesome. You know, uh, fostering and adopting and family as a whole, God's call is challenging, uh, but it's great to see the grace of God uh, just comes and fill every gap that we may have in our challenge in our daily walk. You know, uh, speaking as a family, your conduct is a visual aid for your family's gospel literacy. Uh, your family unit is. And you look at scripture, God never calls anyone individually for the things of God in your family. He calls a family unit. Uh, You can talk to Deshni about our church planting experiences. He calls a unit. And so it's so cool to watch uh, your family of four make it a family of five. It was never uh, just the parents. It was the family unit. And if you are listening today, it's a great joy to see your family unit grow. Because if your life well lived, walking as Jesus walked can be more influential, more than 100 lectures. Just the life that you live. And I just commend you for the great stride that you have taken in opening your home to be a gospel light in our community today. Um, so there's a couple of things. Uh, so Julie, if people are listening today, uh, contemplating, what is the, the best advice you can give a family today that's thinking this process, want to just give them a word of encouragement? I would say if God is calling you to do this, obey, because this is a great adventure uh-huh. that we can um, have with God. And he'll stretch you and he'll grow you. He's faithful. He'll provide. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it's and it it you know with God it's never a one way street. You're not providing this child with this home. This child is it's it's always going to be multifactorial. You're going to grow. Your kids are going to grow. Your right. your parents are going to grow. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, grandparents, aunts and uncles. Like this touches everybody in the family. Everybody sees. Christ working in your family and and the blessing that it is to love a child that isn't yours biologically. Yeah. Well, uh, Dr. Doan, I, um, you know, when you mentioned the cultural, uh, the cultural sensitivity, I, I've never processed that before. Uh, but if you look at, uh, listen to the thread of our conversation today, number one, Jesus supersedes everything. Uh, we are his children through adoption. Uh, you know, we are God's children through adoption. And uh, that's why Jesus, Jesus Christ came to make his father our father. And number two, whatever challenges that you may have culturally or any other challenge, Jesus is sufficient. Right, Andrew, you would agree with me? Amen. I agree. And, and just to look at your family unit, your extended family uh, in uh, the Vietnamese culture, thank you so much for boldly displaying the glory of Christ in your home. And, and number three, uh, it's a joy to have a family of four be a family of five. And I watched the way you live life and I watched the, what discipleship means to you. You could not have been more proud of your children and the way they embraced the challenges that came with adoption. And here at Olive Baptist Church, there's a community that's growing, a vibrant community uh, of foster and adoption that 
just want to be there for you to double your joy and divide your pains because there's so much of joyous moments, of rejoicing moments. Uh, I watch you guys. Uh, I remember the one time we came and watched uh, uh, Emily play uh, tennis at UWF and I watched uh, both uh, Andrew, you and Julie, the way you were taking pride of watching your baby girl play tennis and compete. That was one of the highlights of that day for me personally, uh, because I just think it's so awesome to be part of a community that's that have the highs of, and the heart of Jesus. And so I just want you to know, uh, guys, that you are listening, there's a community, a vibrant community here at Olive. Uh, we want to bring awareness of the need that exists for adoption and foster care. We also want to equip you in every way the church can. And we also want to celebrate with you for what God is doing. Hey, Dones, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. You have really challenged me. And I'm sure those of you who are listening, you have been challenged as well. You can reach them yet at Olive Baptist Church to dialogue further. Uh, you can reach uh, Julie Doan. She serves in our uh, missions and discipleship office. And uh, Dr. Doan, you will also find him here at Olive Baptist Church. Thank you so much for opening your home, but more especially for opening your hearts. God bless you and let's journey together. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. As always, we'll have notes down in the show notes for you guys related to this podcast, uh, information on how you can be a part of the foster and adoption community as well. And we will see you for the next conversation at Olive.